to do your dirty work, oh yeah. I don't wanna do your dirty work no more. I'm a fool to do your dirty work, oh yeah. Doom Nation, what's up? Here we are again for another doomed review. Skaggs and I, as always, doing the Doomed Review. And instead of Marvel this week, we got a little DC action for you. And we are going to be reviewing the Suicide Squad. The for- Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. The, very, yeah. very creative second title for uh, DC. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we get into it, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. The subscribe button's right there on the right side, the right corner. Just go click it. These subscriptions, uh, they matter to us. They help us move forward. Uh, they gave us the bigger base so we could do more reviews and all that good stuff that comes with it. Uh, and make sure you check us out at our Instagram account at two do men underscore podcast. And in our link is our link tree bio. And that's where you can find all of our social media. So please go check us out to do men underscore podcast. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> so what did you think this was a lot better. Let's put it that way. Then uh, the first go around at uh, Suicide Squad, yeah. which was an absolutely horrific disappointment. Um, I enjoyed the opening sequence it was like, first of all, they used Merle again. Right. What's yeah. his name? I, I can't remember his name in real life. Oh, uh, um, Michael uh, Rooker yes, or something. Michael. Right. And uh, I thought it was cool because he's tied to James Gunn a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. So it was kind of like a little funny throwback to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you also had Idris Elba in here, who's from the MCU as well. Yep. Uh, so you had some MCU come, you know, guys come over and uh, step in here in a, in a somewhere that jump ship. Well, not really the jump ship, like their characters are, are gone now in the MCU. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, but I thought I'm mean, just to start here. Uh, James Gunn did a lot better than uh, the first to the first go around. Yeah, I got to say, uh, there's a few things that I would have done differently, but boy, I enjoyed this film. This was pretty good, I got to say. Action-packed. I liked the way they went back and forth during the timeline. The characters were good. I enjoyed John Cena, so it, it was a good yes. I, Spoiler yeah. warning, we are going to be talking about the whole thing. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not going to yeah. go that much into detail as we would for an MCU flick. Um yeah, John Cena did a great job, man. The, uh, yeah. the Cantonese warrior over there. He, um, his, uh, was it in Peacemaker? Peacemaker, yeah. His character was good. Uh, the, um, like the bromance action between him and Idris Elba was pretty yeah. good. It's just, they're all trained assassins now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we have Deathstroke, a trained assassin. We have Deadshot, a trained assassin. We have Deadshot, a trained assassin. We have peacemaker trained assassin yeah they had good chemistry <clears throat> and i like how uh, a lot of memes have been um born out of the two of them like in their interactions yeah it's like uh so you basically do what i do he's like yeah but better <laughs> and they have like a funny rivalry um throughout the entire movie and again spoiler warning i liked how at the end when they kind of had like their little duel uh over the rat catcher um, they both shot at the exact same time. And as you see, scene is using uh, peacemakers using the, uh, the big hollow point bullet. And, uh, what was his, uh, what was Idris Elba's character's name? I think Deadshot. 
Was, no, I don't think it was dead shot. Damn it, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but anyway, his bullet went straight through, uh, you know, Peacemaker's bullet. And that was a call back to the beginning where they where they were both going over, like, you know, I do this better, I do that better. He's like, I use smaller bullets. And it's, I use... it's blood sport. Blood sport. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, he took his own. Uh, he took his own little tidbit. He's like, he, "Well, I shoot more center. How do you shoot more center than center? Smaller bullets." Right. He used his own little, you know, boastful thing against him. Yeah. Um, one thing I liked about this movie is that the mission actually made sense, and it was a mission, unlike mm-hmm. the first one, which was the whole thing was a fucking con. Yeah. Amanda Waller obviously is a notorious character. She's always. She's Hillary Clinton, man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was expecting some trickery again in this one, but the trickery made sense in this one. She wanted to keep the drive and it was very believable, right? She wanted to keep the drive to protect the United States government's, you know, actions or yeah. interests or whatever. You know, that shit would have happened in real life. So that little twist made a lot of sense. However, the overall objective of the mission to uh, destroy Project Starfish was the actual climax and uh, yes. end game of the story instead of something that made no sense. It blew up the whole thing on you. So I, I appreciated that uh, James Gunn fixed that aspect of his first Suicide Squad. And if you also look at it, every little superhero character, whether they died in you know the first half of the movie or not, had their own little unique mission. So I don't know if you caught on to it, but like the the Javelin guy, he was there in case Starfish got loose. That's what his role was. Amanda Waller had thought up, because remember Harley, spoiler right. alert, everybody, Harley was able to hurt uh, the Conqueror with the Javelin. That's what his role was there in case the Starfish got loose. Everyone had a different little secret, you know, right. side mission. Right. Remember what Peacemaker's main mission was, was to make sure that information never gets out. He didn't have the same... Uh, mission everyone else did yeah everybody had a little thing even even i guess you could say the first uh team that hit the island yeah their role was kind of to just be a distraction for the yeah. other team well I, yeah. I don't know if they were distracted i think it just worked out to the advantage and they rolled with it maybe but, yeah. i wouldn't be surprised Pete davidson sold him out and it, yeah that's his character i wouldn't be surprised if uh amanda waller did that on purpose you know just sacrifice yeah. one team just so the, the other yep. team could get in there where she could, even if even the one team was was led by Rick Flag. Yeah. Rick Flag is not really a criminal, isn't he? Isn't he like the no, only one? He's a he's a good guy. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, you know, even sacrifice guy who was uh, doing it for the right reasons, I guess you could say. Yeah. She's really just an evil, evil she character. Is. Yeah, conniving yeah. and government esque establishment as they come. Yeah. You know what I mean, good, if the establishment had control over metahumans, this is what they'd be doing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I fully firmly believe that. Like, if superheroes were uh, real, they'd, be like all the boys. Be, they'd all be, it'd be like the boys. Yeah, they'd yeah. all be the bad guys. The government would yeah. co opt them all, use them nefariously, <laughs> and then they'd paint them as Homelander or, or yeah. you know, whatever, like, you know, Superman, red, white, and blue, and, uh, and whatnot. One thing I got to say the characters were great. Harley Quinn, uh, what's her name? Maggie, um, Mar- Margaret Robbie. Mar- Margaret Robbie. She's Harley Quinn. What a great character she plays. Um, I think uh, um, Ezra Alba did a great job. John Cena. You know who voiced King Shark? Who? Sylvester Stallone. Did he really? I'm almost positive he did. The only I for the amount of fan favorite that King Shark has come out, 
to be on like Instagram and stuff. He played no part in this movie. He could have been such a hulking figure and been so much more fun, but he played an idiot, and I hated that. He did. It was him. I just Googled yeah. it quick. Uh, that was hysterical. Uh, the whole King Shark. Uh, yeah. I feel like James Gunn knew how to get the dry humor into DC stuff, which yes. DC has like trouble injecting humor into like what's overly dark most of the yes. time. And like, it's okay to be overly dark, but shit, like, it's okay to be funny and they can't find the right mix of yeah. that stuff. So I feel like he did find the right mix. Which which they definitely did. I felt there was more of that seriousness and comedy that should be in superhero movies. The thing I've noticed is I think DC is just too caught up in their bread and butter of having like a darker dark horse comics type thing. Right. So since I watched the Suicide Squad, a lot of like the Batman and Superman stuff pops up on my HBO Max feed now. You know what I mean? Things that you might like and stuff. I've been watching a ton of them and they're all dark and they're cartoons and they're bloody and they're cursing and dropping F-bombs and, and you know, having romantic. They're not for children at all. So I think like DC made so much money over the years being like R-rated or darker that like they just went full to full steam into the movies with yeah, that. That could also be the style of everybody working on the projects, right? Yeah. They're, you know, DC is dark. So they have guys whose style is dark and it's hard to, for those guys to, to draw outside the lines of their, of what their talents are. So when you bring a guy like Don in, who's really not, that's not his thing. It works, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and it showed. Um, let's see. I like the rat catcher. She was a millennial. That was a powerful. She was yes. super powerful, man. And and her little rat was super cute, waving all the time yeah. and whatnot. I thought that was funny. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I thought that I thought that King Shark would have a little bit more of a role, although he kind of just like sat around most of the time. Thank it was you. A comedy yeah. re relief. Uh, I thought like he was there to fight the starfish. And then Something. even at the even at the end, when he did fight the, you know, like the, the starfish, he was overmatched even you could yeah tell. yeah yeah so um polka dots was great yes. that was his his little quirk where he sees his mother everywhere oh my god that was, was hysterical such a his yeah dude because when it was the giant mother crushing the building i was cracking up and the uh um, in, in the club when yes. uh, he was in the club and it was all the moms dancing around him yes and they all looked like karen's too yeah you know so that that was an added added uh extra to it and the he fact played, that he he literally shot polka dots was pretty funny is he a yeah. real dc uh yeah, guy, um, I think um, oh, if you remember in the early Flash TV series, like the first couple of seasons, Mark Hamill played somebody that was kind of Joker-esque. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it was like the Polka Dot dude. All right. Yeah, Mark Hamill I'm not played, a mistaken. Of, uh, played a lot of things for DC. Oh, he voices he's voiced yeah. Joker forever, Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, what were you I was going to I was going to say with Harley, I mean, she had a good storyline in this, but I felt like she kind of took a back seat a little bit. And I felt like Idris Elba and John Cena were really like the lead characters throughout the whole thing. But, you know, she did a good job and I enjoyed her story, but I felt like yeah. she wasn't the main focus. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. She definitely wasn't the main focus. She did play a part in, you know, what was going on on the other side of the island that kind of worked out right. for everyone. She was the wild card. I think, though, what we're getting, though, is like, she is like an established DC character now, right? Got to so stick maybe with her. This is like the chance to establish other DC characters. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't. You have a good act actress. You have a good character. You can't. You gotta like use her. 
where you can. Like her acting yeah. was great. Her role was great. I just felt like she took a back seat a little bit on this one. Not really. Oh, she definitely did. Not really. Uh, but but somewhat. Um, let's see. What else? So what was your big pet peeve of it? Because I have one big pet peeve. <clears throat> My pet peeve. What's your what's your pet peeve? You go first. So, I mean, you always hate that I bring up the comic books and stuff in these reviews. And that's stuff. fine. But the first the first cover of the Justice League is the Justice League fighting Starro the Conqueror. And it's a giant starfish that, you know, just like they had in the in the movie. And so I was really excited when I realized, oh, Starro the Conqueror. Oh, we're getting, you know, Robert Patterson's a new Batman. The Flash is doing some type of Flashpoint thing. What if the Suicide Squad is the movie that sets us up for the first new revamped, whatever you want to call it, Justice League? Multiverse sort of scenario. Multiverse or, you know, like a coming of Thanos type of deal where maybe whatever changes get made in the DC cinematic universe, this will be their coming together to fight Starro the Conqueror, just like in the comic books, the first time they teamed up. And then, obviously, you know, the Suicide Squad defeated Starro the Conqueror, which is fine. I enjoyed it, but I was getting really excited for something else that didn't happen. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think that's overall a larger problem with the DCEU. Uh, there is no real solid overarching enemy building. I guess you could say it was dark side, but now yeah. you have like the Snyder cut, which we did a doom review. Check that out for the original Justice League movie. So like what's even the true one anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Things are just like too much in flux where Marvel, you know, nailed it perfectly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten. OK, next we'll start. Yeah. We'll start over again. Um, so, yeah, that, that I didn't even think of that. But that's a good uh, a good point. Uh, one thing I was going to say, I watched Birds of Prey. Did Harley end up in jail at the end? I don't remember. No, I think she walked away free. Let's see. Let's, did Harley end up in jail at the end of Birds of Prey? Going to Google it. Okay, because that was something that was annoying me. I was going to say, why is she even back in prison, right? She didn't. Well, end she's up. Harley Quinn, so. He was last seen in Birds of Prey and uh, skip ahead here. I have an article that explains why, but of course, it's like 10 pages long. So it says that it appears that Harley's time as a girl boss, I guess she became like her own little clown prince of crime, was short lived in a throwaway line in the Suicide Squad. Rick Flagg tells fellow squad veteran Captain Boomerang that Harley rejoined the team after being caught robbing a bank. So yeah. they kind of go. like horseshoot her back into the suicide yeah. squad after birds of prey, which is kind of annoying. That was that's my bone to pick. Right. It's like yeah. there's no continuity. It's like she I'm, I remember, like, I'm pretty sure after birds of prey, she was free, but now she's in jail again. And I didn't I must admit either that line was cut out or I must have missed it. I didn't hear it. Yeah. I don't know. Also bullshit that Captain Boomerang died. Yeah, yeah he was such he got the same. That was your continuity from the last Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? And right. now now he's gone, too. Yeah, I think they mixed in, too, uh, very well in this one, like actually, you know, blowing up people's heads like a lot of people <laughs> ran away. Yeah. And uh, so that that was good that they actually got like the Suicide Squad aspect of it in this one. Uh, I thought the weasel was hysterical. And yes. uh, spoiler warning, if you watch past the credits, 
he wakes up on the beach and he walks off. He was still alive. Yeah. I don't know if that means anything or if we're just trying to be funny at the end. Maybe it'll be again in another one again. I've never seen the weasel come across a comic book of him. Ever hear of him, see him on social media, nothing. Never seen the weasel before. That's kind of another little plot hole. Uh, The fact that he's still alive and was able to walk off. Well, how come they didn't see it on the it said deceased on their uh, communications thing. So that's a little plot hole there, too. And they never checked if he could swim. They they fucked him from the start. There was a lot of sloppiness in putting this uh, mission together. But that that makes it funny. That's not that's not a plot hole or anything. I just made it funny. So what do you want? Anything else you want to get to before you give it our ratings? Uh, Man, something that. A, a, a wow moment man was when harley shot the president oh that was oh, great man. yeah i didn't see that coming at all and she looks at the gun and she's like who knew there would be bullets in here yeah. like <laughs> that was such a great scene because it was such a throwback to the joker and her shitty taste in men and the second she realized this guy was just as bad as the joker just as crazy put him right out of it. and i mean brutally slow death just bleeding yeah. on the floor yep that, that was very Harley Quinn-esque. Yeah. I thought maybe was, she was going to... He kept saying how she's uh, anti-American. I thought she was going to maybe be like, after all that, be like, no, no, you know, I still love America or whatever, just because I'm, you know, a criminal. Doesn't an mean anarchist. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, anarchist doesn't mean... But I don't know. They didn't, they didn't get into her political yeah. affiliations or uh, motives, I guess. Yeah. But uh, if I was going to rate this, I'm giving it like an eight. I enjoyed it. I would probably watch it again. It was... For forget the continuity, you know, uh, there was no, I didn't really see any Easter eggs in it. You know what I mean? I maybe you'd have to rewatch to try and catch some Easter eggs. Yeah, we're more of Marvel guys, though. So, yeah, we'll catch those um, more. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And even if you haven't seen Birds of Prey or The Last Suicide Squad or the Snyder Cut, like it was still an enjoyable movie, I felt. Yeah, I agree. You could just watch it as a one off random movie not having watched yeah. anything else in dceu and enjoy it you don't yeah. need to know anything uh about it which is good but that's also a detriment as well to people who have been watching the other ones and you enjoy like mm-hmm. continuity or, or building towards a larger part which is the magic marvel has and, and dc can't yeah. seem to uh, figure it out i'm gonna give it i'll give it a seven and a half seven point five uh i i did enjoy it it was fun uh, it was cool. James Gunn did a good job. He did the Suicide Squad justice, I believe. But it was lacking in, in certain regards, like all the DC movies are always seem to be lacking something. They just can't yep. perfect it. I, I can't explain it. Don't know why they just can't. Maybe I'm biased towards Marvel. Maybe it really uh, is them. I don't know. I mean, someone like me who is, you know, loved comic books, loved superheroes and watched the cartoons and played with the toys and had friends that were deep into this stuff. You know, I I look at Marvel and there's so much great about it. And then you look at, at DC and you have characters like Batman, who's the super badass of the world, The Flash. You have these great characters. It's really DC just needs to get their shit together. They, they went after big names. Robert Downey Jr. was on his last luck in Hollywood. This role changed his life. That's what I'm hoping for. With Robert Patterson, he didn't enjoy doing Twilight. All he's really known for is Twilight. And now here's his chance to step out of that BS role, become the next Batman. And he's young enough and not famous enough where he can dedicate the next 
I don't know, 10 years, but maybe five years. Right. You know, Will Smith and Ben Affleck were never going to dedicate 10 years of their illustrious acting to, to making a, a cinematic universe. Right. Yeah. That's going to be continuous. Yeah, I agree with that. We'll see how, you know, get, you yeah. know, get back to that. How is that even going to play into all this stuff is going to be outside. The flash. The flash yeah, hopefully, ho- be, hopefully, hopefully they yeah. will will bring everything together and it'll be if, uh, if they'll fix the continuity, you know, yeah. multiverse issue. If they fail with the Flash, that's it for like the DC universe. They'd have to just start all over again, like fresh. Yeah, and the right, and do it right this time. Yeah. So yeah. All right, Doom Nation. That was our doomed review of the Suicide Squad. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed the Suicide Squad itself. I hope we didn't spoil anything, but you know that's your fault if you sat through this. So thank you guys. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. You can find us where everywhere on social media. Facebook is uh, at Two Doom Men. Uh, Twitter is Doomed Men. Instagram at Two Doom Men underscore podcast. We have a podcast, obviously, and you can listen to us where all major podcasts are heard. Thank you, guys. If you like uh, Marvel, we review all those. We did Black Widow, the whole Loki series, and we did the Snyder Cut of Justice uh, League. So check those out. Take it easy. Thank you, guys.